We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, TGIF. <laughs> December 14th, 2018. We have nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. So I'm joined by my buddy for the third time this week, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. We're, uh, we'll are we see how good I'm doing at the end of the night. Uh, we were talking, you know, before the show, uh, and I did just realize I might have a mini sweat going like I've got a couple of lineups that are coming up from the rear in this this shot so we'll see maybe if I can uh I'm gonna close my phone now but uh maybe we can have some action going here by the time this show ends maybe I'll be in striking distance so we'll see well, we all want you to um, open your phone after we get done recording here and, and have a lot more money in your account than you did before. So that, that's always the main goal of DFS. So uh, the football slate was interesting. I was talking to you about it before. Like I am I'm cashing with Keenan Allen because I played Williams in the captain spot like I, said I was going to. Um, and I think it could have been a really, really good game if I if Keenan Allen didn't get hurt. But it is what it is. But we got some basketball to talk about. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there. Check them out. It's fantasydraft.com. Sign up to the Roto-Grinders links. So that way you guys get access to any cool promos that we run with Fantasy Draft. We run promos with them all the time. Also, you want to win a Roto-Grinders t-shirt. I'm going to give away three t-shirts on Monday. If you want to win a Roto-Grinders t-shirt, head on over to iTunes. Comment and rate us five stars. If you don't like us, you can rate us less than five stars. But I appreciate the five stars. You've already done it. You're still – I still have a little cup with everybody's name. It's still a thing. Um, so i got to write all the new ones down. Um, I know where I've left off. If you want a chance to win a Roto-Grinders t-shirt, go over there, rate the podcast, leave us a nice little comment, and um, have a chance to win a Roto-Grinders t-shirt on Monday. We're going to give away three shirts on air Monday. Um, I'll give out iTunes usernames, and they can message me, and you know we're going to give away some shirts. So uh, if you haven't done that already – Really, really appreciate it. Um, go help us out. So let's get started with this basketball slate. We start with your Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they got New York visiting them here. 225 and a half. Charlotte favored by 11. Burke is out. 
Um, Trezier is out. Dotson popped up on the injury report. He's questionable. And MKG is back at practice, but they still have him as questionable. Let's start with New York. Uh, what do we like here for the Knicks? Well, I, I uh, man, I was all over Kevin Knox here the other night. Uh, he definitely came through for me. Uh, it's looking like he's going to continue to get the minutes. Um, you know, he's, he's priced up a little bit, uh, definitely priced up a lot more on FanDuel. Um, so we'll see. Um, he's 4,800 on DK. I still think that's incredibly fair uh, for, for the price he's going to have in this matchup. So uh, as of right now, uh, I think he's my favorite Nick. Uh, you know, obviously Tim Hardaway is probably, you know, he seems to be the safest Nick as far as minutes, uh, but, but even not. I mean, it looks like they're going to start giving him some run. Uh, and then I think after that, you know, Emmanuel Moutier, uh, I think you got to look at him at 5,700. I still think that's fair considering he's probably going to be playing roughly 30 minutes if the game is somewhat close. So uh, I think those, those are my three guys. Um, you know, I, I don't think I want to take <clears> – excuse me. I don't think I want to take too many shots on like Courtney Lee or Luke Cornette. Um, you know, Frankie Nicotine would probably be my last uh, – the, my last Nick in, but uh, Moutier, Hardaway, and and uh, Knox would be my top three, followed by Vonley and Frankie Nicotine. I don't think I'm going to play Enos Cantor. Yeah, Cantor's minutes are all over the place. It is yeah. a good matchup for him. Um, you know, he didn't do well in the matchup against Charlotte on, on the ninth, which I think was Sunday. It was a um, blowout, though. Yeah, true. Um, Came back against Cleveland. I talked about him um, on the podcast the other day on Wednesday about being a sneaky tournament play with no Tristan Thompson. And he got 32 minutes, had a really good game from the field, just didn't have any blocks or steals, but still put up 38 and a half. Um, don't mind Cantor. Not my favorite play at center today. Um, I'm with you. I really like Kevin Knox here. He's still really cheap on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. Um, it's a position that we could take advantage of. The matchup, um, and nobody—I hate to say it—but nobody knows Charlotte as good as you. And you know, you—you've talked about it a lot this year um, about wing-type players, you know, giving Charlotte trouble all year. So um, definitely like Knox and Moutier's prices come up. Um, I don't think I will end up on Moutier. I think he's okay. He bounced back from a bad game um, against Cle or against Cleveland. Um, so I don't mind Moutier, but the price is kind of. He's kind of priced right. I don't know if he has a ton of upside at that price in this matchup, but I, I don't hate it. Um, I, I like Moutier a lot more if Dotson gets rolled out for what it's worth. Then, like if, if yeah. Dotson gets rolled out, like Moutier is playing thirty to thirty-five minutes. Yeah, that, that and that's kind of my, my point exactly. If Dotson is out, no Trier, no Burke. I mean, you gotta think he's going to play thirty-two to thirty-five. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't give him anything lower than that unless he was in foul trouble. And, and then, I mean, you know. You know, they're going to have to end up playing, you know, other guys uh, like my, my good friend Ron Baker from Wichita State. So uh, and I don't I don't think they want to do that. I think they want to play Moutier. So. Um, so, yeah, but I, I'm with you. If Dawson's out, I think Moutier's, uh, you know, I think he's a, good, a great value at that point. If uh, if Dotson sits to you mentioned Frankie. Um He's 3,600. He would probably play around 25 minutes if yeah. uh, Dotson sits. So 
he's another guy that I would definitely play. I don't want to go crazy here, but we do have no. some really good value to take advantage of. Uh, the Charlotte side, you know, it's been it's been really two guys all year. It's been Kemba when we want to play Kemba, and it's always been Cody Zeller on fantasy draft when you need some salary because you know he just plays twenty five minutes a night and he plays twenty five to thirty two minutes and averages a fantasy point per minute. Uh, so. I don't hate Cody Zeller here. I don't love him. There's some centers that I really like today. I don't love him. Um, and I don't mind Kimba, but he's not my favorite payup for today. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to play Cody today. I, I wouldn't play Cody over Brooke Lopez at, for the, pretty much the same price. I think Brooke's got more upside. Um, you know, and that, that's just kind of how I like to approach it. I wouldn't play Cody over Noah Vonley, who's a little bit more – so, you know, I, I think Cody's going to make it outside of my my pool. I, I do think Kim was interesting here. Um, you know, it, it is, it's all going to be based on lineup construction. I mean, he's 9,200. Um, you know, you, you'd be paying up to be contrarian in this spot somewhat because uh, t- not too many people are going to play him for 9,200, but he is at home and it is the Knicks, and uh, I, I don't mind playing him. Um, I actually don't really have a favorite Hornet on this slate. Uh, well, I guess Jeremy Lamb would be my favorite Hornet. Um, just kind of for the value. I think he's got the best value. So Jeremy Lamb, 5,600, you know, if he could have one of those 35-point games, then you should be in the money. Uh, Marvin Williams has been playing really well recently, but I, I still don't trust Marvin Williams in the grand scheme of this slate. So even at 4,900, um, I don't hate it because his minutes are safe, but I'm I'm not in love with it. But those will kind of be my guys, Kimba, Lamb, and uh, Marvin Williams. And then I, I don't like Cody Zeller today, even at that price. Yeah, Marvin Williams is interesting at 49. Uh, I like that call. Uh, I don't think he's the greatest play, but it, he is a nice source of value if we need him. Um, Atlanta at Boston, 224.5 total. Boston favored by 13 in this game. Jeremy Lin is questionable to return, um, and then Prince is out. Horford's already ruled out, and uh, Jalen Brown is questionable, so we'll have to pay attention to that. Uh, let's start with the Atlanta side of things. It should be a pace, pace down game for them. I know they like to run and they like to play fast, but Boston doesn't tend to play that fast. So um, what are we looking at here on the Hawks side of things? Man, uh, there's, there's really kind of only one Hawk that I I would prefer to play, and that's John Collins. I know he's 7,200, but if he's going to get 30 to 35 minutes, I mean, Washington, you know, they lost one – it was 131 to 117. He put up 45. Denver, 106 to 98. He put up 57. Dallas 107 and 114. He put up 43. Golden State 128, 111. Put up 43. Uh, if he's going to keep cranking out 40 point games at this price, 7200, he's still a little bit too cheap. He's got legit 50 point upside. I know it's Boston, but they don't really have anybody as athletic as him uh, on that team right now. Not not in not in a true power forward center position. I mean, you know, obviously they've got, uh, you know, guys they can flank out like Morris and Tatum, but but they're not a John Collins type player. John Collins is going to be in the paint banging around. He's by far my favorite Hawk, even at that price, and I don't think he's going to get the ownership 
because of the price against Boston. Uh, my, my second favorite guy, uh, I'm always going to have some interest in Trey Young. Um, he's a really up and down player. You don't know when you're going to catch the 40 point game and the 40 point game just happened against Dallas. Uh, you know, but you know, he's going to be getting the world renowned Kyrie defense. I don't like Kyrie for defense. I like it for offense, but, uh, he would kind of be my second guy. Bazemore is cheap, but I, I don't like him in this spot. I actually like Bazemore. Um, his usage is really high right now with Prince off the floor. If we look at his usage over the last like six or seven games, 24, 23, 27, 18, 25, 26, 25. Like his usage, we always we already know like the minutes are, are a bump for him. But you look at the last three games without Prince, and he's playing 30 to 35 minutes a night. Um, and I don't know if his price is enough for his upside yet. Bazemore, when he gets hot, he can add, you know, he can fill up the stat sheet too. That's the best thing about Bazemore. So I, I think Bazemore, I think we could, this might be the last time that we get to play him, um, you know, under 6K. So I, I think that, I think Bazemore is certainly in play here. Um, it's a tougher defensive matchup, but, you know, he had a really good game against Denver, and that's a good defensive team too. So, I think he can fill up the stat sheet, but I agree with you on everything you said about Collins. Um, no Horford here. Collins' usage is through the roof with no prints on the floor. Um, the minutes are extremely high right now. He was crushing with Prince out there. But you look at the last three games without Prince, he shot the ball 22, 20, and 17 times. Um, so a lot of a lot of the Prince shots have gone to Collins and Bazemore. So I, I like both of those guys and I really don't think I'll play Trey Young here. I really think I'm just sticking to those two guys from Atlanta. Gotcha. I get and it hundred percent. And for what it's worth, I, I like Baysmore a lot more. All right, as far as the Boston side goes here, um, you know, your boy Kyrie, obviously somebody we can look at. They're gonna get a pace bump here. Uh no Horford. Baines came back, but he was limited minutes wise. Um, be interesting to see. If we get any kind of report about his minutes before lock, what are you looking at here as far as Boston goes? Man, this is kind of the one day I'm just – Marcus Smart I think is my favorite Boston guy just for the value. I think he can get there in limited minutes, especially if if, if Jalen Brown happens to be out. I think he's my favorite guy. Um, Hay Hayward is you know, looking like he's going to come back. He's 5,800. Uh, you know, may maybe he gets a little extra run. He's been sick, so we'll see. Um, Marcus Morris, I just think he's too expensive now at 6500 I don't want any parts of that. And I think, you know, Daniel Tice, I know he had a rough game, but I think if it's a blowout, if you expect this could be a blowout, and I do think this could be a blowout spot, I think this is the spot to get back on Tice at no ownership. And uh, if he gets, you know, 30 minutes because of that and plays a good chunk of the second half, you know, you know, part of the third, most of the fourth, I think he could get, give you some really good return. Um, and especially on a time where nobody's on him, uh, Robert Williams, obviously, you know, he's, he's been getting a little bit of run, but with, um, with Baines back playing limited minutes, I just, I don't think we can trust him for, for, for 25 minutes. So uh, I do think Marcus Smart is my favorite Boston guy just for the value I think behind him, it's Tyson. That's about it. All right, moving on. Bucks at Cavs. 
218 and a half total. Bucks favored by 10 in this game. Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love are still out. Uh, let's start with the Bucks. What do we like here for Milwaukee? Man, this is a tough spot for me. My favorite guy here, I think, is Brooke Lopez. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the, the, the stars in these, you know, past two games, uh, I, I don't want to play Giannis in this spot here. Uh, I, I, I do think this game does have some blowout risk. So I, I, I don't want to touch Giannis. Um, I mean, could he get there in three quarters? He absolutely could. We've seen him do it. He's 11K. I mean, I've seen him drop 60 and three quarters, but uh, I don't think I want to risk that on this slate. So uh, a lot of these Milwaukee guys, I'm just going to avoid maybe outside of, like I said, Brooke Lopez, uh, Chris Middleton at 6,400. He's cheap enough, but, you know, are his minutes stable? We don't know. Him and him and the coach seemingly haven't been getting along. Brogdon at 56 is, is okay, uh, but I, I still think there's, there's better value other places. So, uh, that's just kind of the, the approach I'm taking with Milwaukee today. I don't buy it to the blowout as, as much as most. But Cleveland's depleted going against a really good team. And so when it's like that, I definitely you know take a lot more into consideration. So I won't have too many Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Um, you know, Giannis didn't play, and they beat him pretty bad in, the, in a game. Um, was it Friday or this weekend or Monday? Whenever it was, this game just happened. But – um, Ilisova drew the start in that game. So if, uh, if obviously if anybody's out and somebody's, um, gets a bump, you know, they sat Giannis, this might be a spot. They take Middleton or Bledsoe off the floor. Um, you know, it wouldn't shock me if that happens. Uh, as far as the Cleveland side goes, I don't love anything here. I think Larry Nance is in play just because they don't really have a lot of options, um, at, at big men. So he should play, you know, 25 to 35 minutes here. I know it's a wide range, but it's really been his range. So, um, he went one for five from the field against New York. One for five from the field, shot zero free throws, and put up 39 fantasy points. So Larry Nance is a guy that even at 6,200, he has upside. So Larry Nance probably the only guy that I have a little interest in here as far as Cleveland goes. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's probably it. Uh, I usually like to take a shot on Sexton just because, you know, his minutes are just so stable with this team right now, uh, but I, I can't do it in this spot here. So I'm I'm with you. Nance is probably the only guy, but I don't like that price. Like 6,200, I just uh, I think I'm gonna have to reconsider. Even if he gets the minutes, I, I don't think I'm gonna take a shot at him here. Uh, we could easily get some anti zizic for eight minutes, and and that would take away from his upside. So I, I think this is a game I'm just off of completely. So I just got the alert, and I had to check it really quick. Um, I get the touchdown alerts from the Rotor Grinders touchdown account that we have. And San Diego, or not San Diego, LA Chargers scored a touchdown to, to put, make it a one-point game. They went for two and got two point. There's four seconds left. The Chargers pulled. They went for two. They went yes. for two against Kansas City to win. I love it. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I need to uh, – that's awesome. All right, moving on back to basketball. Washington at Brooklyn, two twenty-six total. Brooklyn favored by one and a half. Uh, Porter's questionable. Howard's out. Crab is questionable. Levert's out. Uh, what do we like here for Washington? Uh, I mean, I think this is the spot that I'm going to be looking at a whole bunch of Washington here. Uh, you know, Beal, Wall, 
Markeith, I mean, I, I like this spot for them against Brooklyn. Um, I, I think I think this is a game where I want to get plenty of exposure from on both sides, but especially Washington here. Re- really like this spot. Wall and Beal are, are going to be my two favorites. I know we don't like to play Wall and Beal together, but uh, I, I don't care about that. I, I just – I like them both. I think it's going to be great for them. So, um, yeah, that's the approach I'm taking. Wall, Beal – and uh, probably a little bit of Keith, and I think I'm going to try to keep it pulled down to that. If they happen to get some random injury, if John Wall's bone spurs happen to reappear, then obviously we'll make we'll make some adjustments on the fly. But as of right now, uh, those are the guys I like the most. Yeah, I like Jeff Green if Porter sits. Like he has really excelled when Porter has sat this season. So if Porter sits, Jeff Green lock and load play uh, for me here. <sighs> Outside of that, I just I don't really love anything here. I, I want to like something from Washington. Like I, I think this is a spot maybe you take a shot on, you know, John Wall. I think he has a lot of upside here. But outside of yeah. that, I just I don't know, man. Like Marquise is fifty one hundred, man. Yeah, I guess that's true. That that's that I mean oof. He always has upside. Oof, fifty one hundred against Brooklyn. I, I I like him a lot. <laughs> 29 minutes on December 1st against Brooklyn and put up 41 um, fantasy points. So there's certainly upside there. Um, but for me, like I said, my favorite player is Jeff Green. If Porter's out, if Porter plays, uh, I like the Keith call. But I, I probably, as much as I want to play Washington here, like as, as much as I want to play Bradley Beal and John Wall, like Beal is going to play a ton of minutes and he's always in play if he's going to put up 20 shots. So. He's always in play. Yeah, like I said, I mean, those are just my my favorite guys: Wall, Bill, Keith. Uh, I mean, I, I like Jeff Green a little bit of Ubre, but I mean, that would probably be it. So, I mean, they've got about what f- four or five guys you can look at: Wall, Bill, Green, Ubre, Keith. Those would be my five that that I would look at. And I think Keith being my favorite for he, he seems to be the best value. Um, I, I still think he's a better value than uh, Jeff Green, but, you know, I, I, I get the other side of it as well. So it's been a long time, Will, um, since I've played Jared Allen, and I'm a huge Jared Allen fan. But Jared Allen is one of my favorite plays, and that's why I didn't like a lot of those other centers on, on this slate. He's 5,600. He had a bad game against Philly, and beat him, bu- abused him. Uh, you know, that happens. But he had come in – that Philly game with three really good games in a row. This is a great bounce back spot for him. Love Jared Allen at 5,600 today. Yeah, and he had a good game against Washington earlier this year. Uh, I, I just know because I played him in that spot. It wasn't the most recent one, but just overall, he had a really good game. So I like Allen at 5,600. Uh, you know, for any, for all of you Nader Street guys out there, Spencer Dinwiddie just got a new three year, $34 million contract. Uh, maybe he comes out and tries to put on another massive performance like he did the last game. Uh, I mean, he's been a solid player all year anyway. So, um, but I don't like him at 6,500. But if if you're into that and you're thinking about a game stat, obviously you're probably going to want to play him a little bit. Um, I wish Sebastian Napier was getting 25 minutes consistently. He would be a really good value on this slate at, at 3,400. Uh, but I just don't think you need to go there because he's not getting it consistently. And then I always like to play D'Angelo Russell 
but I feel like D'Angelo Russell is like my Aaron Gordon. Uh, I just I fire him up. I think I've gotten him right once this year. Uh, that's not going to stop me from playing him in this spot, though. I think against Washington, uh, he could really have a massive game here, especially when they're at home when he's at home. So really like uh, D'Angelo Russell here, looking for him to put up a pretty good game. Yeah, uh, that Dinwiddie game, this is the first time all year that he had attempted more than 10 free throws in a game. So he was he was doing things. And whenever he does stuff, you're not typically going to see a good game from Russell. So I think this is a spot Russell bounces back. Dinwiddie kind of goes back to what he was doing. Um, so always like Russell. Uh, I'm a sucker to play him. I love the usage. I love the upside. He always has a really high ceiling. Um, so he's a great tournament play. Let's move on. We got the Pacers and the 76ers. No total in this game. We're waiting on the Jimmy Butler news. He's questionable. Mike Mescala is questionable. Uh, the Pacers, good to go. When we saw Victor Oladipo came back and went right back to playing his minutes. He played 29 minutes against the Bucs. Um, I, I think we probably see him right around 30 minutes again. He might be too expensive though at 84 for just 30 minutes if he's gonna play his 35 minutes he'd be really interesting um what are we looking at here on the pacers man i mean i've been saying this all year i'm gonna keep saying it philly is not good on defense right now they're just they're just not good on defense right now so you know this is a spot this is the spot i want to attack uh, i've got to decide who i want to attack it with um I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get a pulse on this this Turner deal and see if he's going to continue to play. I mean, I think they're still easing Victor back. I know he played 29 minutes. Um, I think they won that game pretty handedly. Um, yeah, they, they did win that pretty handedly. But I, I, th I think I'm going to take a shot on Miles Turner here in tournaments tomorrow, 7,400, 7, excuse me. So bonuses, price is coming down. Uh, we know what he can do in, in limited minutes. With Oladipo being back, I don't like him as much. Um, but Turner here, I really like Turner in this spot. Uh, and I think uh, my next favorite guy is Bogdanovich. Uh, at 5,200, he's just been really steady. Now, I know Victor's back. So, so you know, a lot of these guys, their usage and their, their role in the team is going to change. But I don't think his role is going to change as much. He's just a shooter. So uh, I really like him. And I think those are my guys. I really don't want to play too many other guys. I do think, though, that this is a spot to take a shot on Victor at low ownership at 8,400. He's priced. I think for this matchup, if Jimmy Butler's out, I think he's priced affordably or appropriately. And um, I think he can get the job done if he gets 30-plus minutes. So uh, my favorite guy is Turner. Second favorite is Bogdanovich. And I think you take Oladipo on a spot where he's going to go low on against this Philly defense that hasn't been able to stop anybody. Uh, looking at the 76ers side of things, obviously it matters a lot if Butler sits. If Butler sits, uh, Korkmaz, um, the Turkish dude, um, he's been crushing in you know the last two games. He, he would become a value play that we'd be definitely looking at at 3,800 if Butler sits. Um, outside of that, like it's hard not to like and beat in this spot. Um, you know, he, his usage is just through the roof right now. Um, and like he just he went bonkers last game. Simmons had a really good game. 
Um, if if Butler plays, I'll probably be off Philly here. Um, I just if Butler plays, I just don't like anything to be honest. Yeah, same thing. If Butler's out, I mean, if he if he's out, yeah, if he's out, listen, I treat this team the same way I treat Toronto. Kawhi's out. I just play Lowry, Ibaka, Siakam every time. If if he's in, I don't really play anybody. And uh, same thing with this team. If Butler's out tomorrow, if he happens to be out tomorrow, I'm going to play Ben Simmons. I'm going to play Embiid. I'm going to play Courtness. Um, guaranteed. If Butler's in, I won't touch anybody. And uh, that's kind of the approach I, I'll take. One one more caveat, though. If Butler's out, I do think uh, uh, J.J. Redick is very interesting. I know he's another guy like a Bradley Beal. Uh, you know, like like Middleton, where they have to shoot the ball a lot to score. But J.J. could easily put up, you know, 20 to 25 real points. And if he gets anything else extra, steal a block, some assist, and, and he could easily, you know, be, be a uh, an extreme value in this slate. So I know he didn't put up a great game the last game, but I, I do still like J.J. in this spot if Butler's out as well. Uh, I guess we should mention um, TJ McConnell and Wilson Chandler. Uh, if Butler sits, both those guys get a minute floor. Um, yeah. You know, obviously minutes equal opportunity, and that's what we're looking for. Um, I don't think they're the best value plays in this slate, but I, I do think like if we're in that range, um, they're they're worth looking and they were worth mentioning uh, if Butler sits. Yeah, I mean for sure, man. And, and the crazy thing about Philly is. If Butler sits, their whole team is under 4K except for Embiid, Simmons, and Reddick. Everybody else is under 4K. Cortman's Chandler, McConnell, all under 4K. Great value plays, I think, on this slate. All right, Miami at Memphis, no total in this game. I don't know why we don't have a total in this game. Conley's probable. Whiteside is back with the team. He's probable. Uh, and then Gordon Dragic is out. So I don't know why we didn't have a line for this game, but we don't. Uh, let's start with Miami. They got destroyed by Utah. And I I don't use that destroyed word a lot, but Utah dominated them the other night. Um, so it's really tough to kind of get an idea what we're looking at here as far as Miami without Dragic with everybody else back. But one thing that I, I can say is, you know, I don't know what I want to do with this game. Yep, this is another game. I, I don't know if you guys have realized that as of right now, I probably only like three games so far. Uh, so this, this you know, nine, ten game slate is going to get compressed really quickly. Uh, I, I don't really have a whole lot of interest in this game. You know, uh, uh, my good friend Mr. Richardson was a guy that I would kind of kind of load up on whenever uh, Dragic was out. He just hasn't been playing well recently. Now, like, like I said, I know they got blown out, but I do think at 5,600, you know, you look at him. I, I don't like it, but at 5,600, I mean, this guy's got 40-point upside with these guys out. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. has been playing really well. Uh, now, the last game, his upside game came because he got five steals. I'm not expecting that again, but he still, you know, got there for a cheap price tag. So at 3,700, I, I don't, I don't mind him. Um, and then James Johnson is is 3,600 as well, but his minute, he's only had one game around 30 minutes this season. So don't don't really want to take too many shots on him. But 
I do think Richardson is interesting at 5,600 with no Dragic. Yeah, like, you know, Richardson is – this is a great buy-low spot. Um, he's really cheap for the type of role that he has when Gordon Dragic is off the floor. Um, do we play the narrative with Whiteside? Just had a kid, kid narrative. Uh, been away from the team for like a week. Um, what are we doing with Memphis? Oh, boy. Uh, this is another mixed bag here. Um, I mean, man, I've been playing my boy, Jermichael Green. He's still 4,600. Uh, I think that's cheap enough. I mean, if you look at his game log, put up another 28 fantasy points uh, again. And uh, so so I don't mind that. Mark Gasol at 78. I don't think I want to play him in this spot. Mike Conley at 81. I mean, I guess Kyle Anderson would be the, the best play at 4,200 um, in this spot. But, I mean, I'm, I'm really not too interested in any of these guys. Yeah, I, I like Anderson and pace up spots. I've said that multiple times. I know it didn't work out against the Lakers. Um, but I, I like – and that game kind of was a blowout. But I, I like Anderson and pace up games. I'm not going to typically play him in slow-paced games. Um, I want him to get his steals, and I feel like he always has more steal upside in a pace up spot. So, honestly, I hate this game, Will. Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm allowed to cross games off, and this is just not a game that I like. You know, if Whiteside was out, I'd play Kelly Olynyk here, but with Whiteside back, I just can't trust the Olynyk minutes because this is a spot that o- Olynyk could really extend the defense and have a really good game, but I just don't trust the minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you 100%. Can't try. Right, we, got, we got three 10 o'clock games. We got the Thunder at Denver, 217 total. Uh, Thunder favored by two. Barton, Harris, Millsap, all out. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Thunder side? Uh, can we say Paul George again? Who's that? Uh, hey, say, say what you will, folks. Paul George has been crushing every game. I just keep playing him. I just keep playing him. Um, I actually played him against New Orleans. I don't know if you listened to the podcast the other day, but yeah, I, I, know. Re- I, I actually recommended Paul George. It was really hard to do, but um, – Yeah, man, get, yeah. Get, over, get over that old bias. The old Paul George that everybody thinks doesn't have any usage is gone. Like, Paul George has got 30% usage even with Westbrook playing. So as long as Paul George continues to be – a lot cheaper than Russell Westbrook, which he is again. I I'm just going to continue playing Paul George. Uh, I just I, I really like him here. 9100. I think I think a lot of people are kind of going to stay away. Uh, but this should be a competitive game, and I, I love Paul George in competitive games uh, where he's going to have to stay on the floor a little bit more. I mean. I don't. I don't have to boost you guys up and tell you how much I like Paul George, but in games where it's been competitive, like this New Orleans game, he played 37 minutes. A competitive game against Chicago, he played 36 minutes. A competitive game against Brooklyn, where he went nuclear in the fourth, he played 37 minutes. And in that Brooklyn game, he dropped 37. In the Chicago game, 43. The New Orleans game, 53. I mean, the guy's just—he's been playing really well this year. Uh, so I, I really like him in this spot. And then obviously uh, Russell Westbrook at 10-8, starting to get a little cheaper because we haven't seen his upside. But we all know that a triple-double is coming real soon. I mean, he just put up two 70-point games back-to-back uh, a week ago. And so, you know, I think I think this is a spot against Denver on the road 
that you you probably better start loading up some some uh, some Russell Westbrook because the upside is coming. Oh man, I actually don't hate Paul George here. I, I hate on him all the time, but I actually don't hate him here. Um, I actually don't love Westbrook in this spot. Like I honestly think that if somebody has a big game here, it's George. I don't mind ever playing Westbrook for what it's worth, people, ever. He always has the ceiling to go for 70. Um, I just don't know if I end up on him today. But there is a ton of value. You could play two studs if you wanted to today. There's a, there's a ton of value. Um, I, I like Dennis Schroeder again. I talked about him on Wednesday against New Orleans. Like The shot attempts for with him right now and the usage is just there. Like He's getting so much usage. And like... He's fifty six hundred. Like this is a guy that like his price is has been in the six Ks almost the whole season. It's just it's just a really good price tag for the type of usage and the amount of shots that he's putting up. Yeah, man, I, I'm with you one hundred percent. Fifty six hundred, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I, I'm I'm on board with that. What I'm more excited about with him is his minutes have been hovering around thirty minutes. Like if he's going to get thirty minutes a game then, you know, I'm, I'm going to treat him like I treat Reggie Jackson. Just keep signing him up until he until they price him appropriately. And right now he's not. So uh, love that, man. Lo- well, like the what they've been sport. doing with – for anybody that doesn't watch the Thunder, and you know, I've been watching the Thunder a little bit more recently to try to get a better idea what's happening with Schroeder because I've noticed the price. Um, I played him against New Orleans the other day, watched some of that game. So what they're doing is they're they're starting Ferguson, which is great. This is great because it's keeping people off of Schroeder. They're starting Ferguson. He's playing the first like six, seven minutes of the, the first quarter. They bring in Schroeder. They let him go until the midway through the second quarter. They, they sit him down for a little bit for Ferguson. They bring him right back to finish the quarter. They start Ferguson in the second half. They bring in Schroeder for either Grant or Ferguson, depending on who they're playing. And then they give him a little bit of a break in the fourth quarter and he finishes the game. That's what he's been doing recently with these minutes. And like, I love it. Anytime we can get a guy that plays with the second unit that is playing 30 plus minutes, that is finishing games that has a high usage. I I always love these guys. So I I like Dennis Schroeder again today at 56. I think he has a lot of upside at this price. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, man. Load him up. I mean, he's just a good play, and I, I think he's going to be pretty low on unless they listen to the pod and load up on him. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the Denver side. Obviously, um, we we kind of need to know what the starting rotation is going to be. Like, Luckily, these guys are all priced around the same price that we'll be able to adjust. Um, Hernan Gomez is going to play minutes. We know that. That is going to happen. Now, Trey Lyles makes a little bit more sense here with Jeremiah Grant um, and, and, like, the Thunder than, like, Plumley. You know, if if this is me, and there's a good chance I play one of those two guys. There's a good chance I play either Plumley or Lyles, whoever starts. I put Lyles in my lineup at power forward or forward, and I give myself the opportunity to swap um, because – um, Plumley is a hundred dollars less. So if the starting lineup comes out and Plumley's starting and it's not Lyles, I pivot. Yeah, no, nah, I'm 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 all about that. Uh, I've, I've been playing a lot more FanDuel lately, so I could uh, not have to pivot and kind of get away from the late swap. 
So recently, I that you know I've been doing that to uh to, to get away from that and, and try you're to. You're just playing Hernan Gomez. You're done. You're, right. you're, you're locked in. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to take my edges elsewhere, <laughs> kind of like we did earlier this week when we felt like Kawhi was going to be out, but nobody was quite sure. And you know, I, we just took a stand I got early. So much crap for talking about Kyle Lowry on Tuesday. Nobody yeah. ever said good job. Sorry, I'm just good. kidding. A lot of people actually said good job. I, I just. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I, I love feedback. I do. Um, it never bothers me. It's just, man, I got so much feedback about Kyle Lowry on Tuesday. He's shooting the ball terrible. Yeah, no usage. Uh, he's out of rhythm with, with Kawhi there right now. They got He's just got to figure it out. But And that game is coming up, by the way. But In so, next so, game, we'll talk about so, it. So here's another value play. I'm sure, I'm sure you were going to talk about this guy. I think I made it to him first, though. Monty Morris is the value play on this team right now, 4K. I mean, just look at what he's been doing here. Atlanta, Memphis, minutes have gone up uh, since since uh, um, Millsap has been out. 30 minutes, 28 minutes, 32 fantasy points, 38 fantasy points. Uh, I I will have Monty Morris tomorrow. I'm hoping the ownership is low. I'm hoping nobody's noticed that this guy's just been smashing and, and I can get him like I did Jalen Brunson and just kind of catch him on, on the front end and uh, and nobody notices. So love Monty Morris again. Uh, I, I view him in the same way I view Dennis Schroeder. He's underpriced for what's happening with him right now. Like it. Um, I like it a lot. You know, I don't mind Jokic here, but I'm not playing him. He's been crushing lately. I'm not playing him. Um, it's a tougher matchup. He just had a really good game against Memphis, which was a tough matchup. He can have a good game here. But there's so much value on Denver that I could just play all the value guys. Like, I don't have to pay up for Jokic to get exposure to Denver where I'm either running it back with Westbrook or Schroeder or, you know, Paul George, however I run it back. Like, I, I think this game stays really competitive, and I want exposure to this game. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And if we've got a little bit of time, I, I, I'll just kind of plug that in for just, just strategy. I know this isn't the strategy show, but don't be afraid to take shots on competitive games, even though you've got like three games with a higher total. Like competitive games are going to yield so many fantasy points over the course of those four quarters, even if guys aren't scoring. You know, they, they, let's say they go through a two-minute lull and they don't score a bunch. But guys are still getting blocks, rebounds, steals, and trying to ramp up their play. So, so don't be afraid to take shots on guys in competitive games like this one, um, even, even if there aren't any stars involved. That's my spiel. No, you're fine. Uh, anybody that listens to the podcast always loves strategy. Um, you know, I, I, we try to give it as much as we can when we have time. So love that. And, like, the, the, you know, the other thing about that is, studs and players that play minutes usually will play more minutes in a closer game a competitive game so you know you're getting more from maybe be, like uh you know watch nba if if there's a 14 16 point game and it's the it's the fourth quarter they're gonna wait to bring back those studs um more than if it's a four point game so uh great point there Moving on, Toronto at Portland. No total in this game. We're waiting on you know the Kawhi news. He's questionable. Valanciunas is out. That's some big news here for Toronto. Um, we were talking a little bit about it before the show. Uh, let's talk about it. We're going to start with Toronto. 
If Kawhi sits, it's really easy. You play Lowry, you play Ibaka, you play Sykem. Yep, that that is that's the formula. Uh, and and I want to add one more guy to that because at the beginning of this, I think the first couple times he sat out, they didn't do it. But I think the last three or four times they've been doing it, they've been playing Fred Van Vliet in place of Kawhi. So if if they're going to do that, I, I think Fred Van Vliet is in play across the board. Uh, he's going to get the minutes. He's going to play. So I, I really like him. Uh, this is this is deep tournament, and I'm trying to look this up right now because I want to see if they're giving this guy any minutes because they may not be. No, they're not giving him a lot of minutes right now. But And I don't think Kawhi is going to sit for an extended period of time, but we know Valanciunas is out. I want to see if they're going to give Greg Monroe 20 minutes or 18 minutes. I want to see if they're just going to give it to him. If so, like if I'm scripting tomorrow, I think I'm going to have a sprinkle, 5-10% of Greg Monroe. I don't want to spend too much time on him because he's not like a primary play. But I do think he could be like a Valanciunas type. And at 3,500, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him. Um, He's 3,500 on FanDuel. I, I Got to see what he is on DK. But I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him as just like a deep tournament, happen to get 20 minutes and crush type play. I don't know. Valanciunas hasn't missed a game this season, has he? I don't think he has. Monroe played, played big minutes in one game. It might I can't remember what, what the situation was, though. That was against Detroit. In in uh, He always – Oh, revenge game. I got yeah, you. Always Detroit, man. He, <laughs> Like it's an automatic anytime he plays Detroit. Um, I so they don't play they foul Tunis about 18 minutes a night. I think Greg Monroe ends up more like 12 to 15 minutes. I yeah. really think they just use Abaka and Pascal Sykem more. Um, and they play like three or four extra minutes a piece. Um, you know, they obviously. Could use um, Chris Butcher too, Butcher, um, if they really wanted to. But I, I really think it's going to be Pascal and Ibaka. Okay, yeah, yeah. Listen, man. Hey, they don't. They only have for what it's worth, though. Greg Monroe, Saikam, Ibaka, and Busher are the only big men they have on the roster, unless they call somebody up um, in the morning. Yeah, because our good friend Mr. Lucas Nagares. No, not around anymore. I, I would, I would love to have a little bit of cheap Lucas Naguerre lingering around because he would for sure get some minutes. Um, I think Toronto's really and like if Kawhi plays, I still think Pascal and um, Abaka are interesting because of the a few extra minutes for both of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think so. I mean, it's against Portland. Portland has uh, struggled at the power forward spot. So Siakam at 5,900, his prices come down because surge has kind of been on a surge recently. And um, so, yeah, his prices come down. But this is a really good spot for him. Uh, Pascal could really have a, a huge game here. I was talking about the Portland side of things. Um, what do we like for Portland? Uh, Aminu at 4,500 is just a little bit too cheap, I think. Um, and he's probably going to play minutes in this game. I mean, he's just two games removed from having 30-point games back-to-back. He's another game removed from that from having three 30-point games back-to-back, and his price is 4500 
I know Toronto's been blowing people out. I get it. But 4500 is too cheap for a guy that's been playing pretty much 30-plus minutes every game and has had a, a fairly amount of consistency. I mean, he's had one, two, three, four, five. He's had five 30-point games out of eight. He should not be 4500 So just keep him on your radar uh, for value. Nurkic at 6700 I, I think that's cheap enough to play him. Uh, I, I don't like – CJ McCollum in this spot. Don't want to play him. And then Dame is 8,500. I don't mind Dame in any spot. I, I don't care who they're playing. He's too cheap for, for this matchup. So uh, this, remi- this reminds me of earlier this year when I took a shot on Kawhi and, uh, and Kyrie in the same game, and they both just kind of went nuts. I think it went to overtime or something. This, this just reminds me of that spot. I'm not saying it's going to overtime. But they're priced a little bit too cheap, and so at this price, eighty five hundred, I think Dame is my favorite point guard player on the on the slate at this price. Yeah, I like Dame a Dame a lot as well. I think he's really interesting. Eighty five, um, and there's so many ways you can run it back. This, Oof. especially if Kawhi sits. Um, I like the Nurkic call. You should have a size advantage in this game. Um, and then Aminu, you talked about Aminu. There's so much value, like. Oof. Aminu's a good play if Porter sits and you need to get off Jeff Green. Um, I still think I like Kevin Knox more in that price range than I like Aminu. But Aminu's a really good play. Uh, they're they're going to need his size in this game. So uh, I like the Aminu call. It, it's There's so many good pivots if some of these early games, if some of the injury news falls the other way. So um, do like these spots. All right, let's move on. Last game on the slate. Warriors, Kings, 235 and a half total. Golden State favored by eight. Iguodala is questionable, and Livingston is out. Uh, let's start here with Golden State. They're back. They're back to health. Uh, what do we like here? Yeah, uh, I, I think this is a Steph Curry spot. Uh, you know, he's price is coming down a little bit uh, since, you know, all these guys are back. And I know we last game, they, they just had a – just a terrible game against Toronto, uh, but but I think this is the spot to hop right back on them. Late night hammer, uh, and actually Steph's 10-2. That's really expensive. I was looking at a different uh, website. I was looking at FanDuel where he's 94. But at 10-2, I got to think Steph's ownership is going to be around 12 to 15% tomorrow. What do you say, Stevie? 10, 10 o'clock game, that's already working against him. And he's, and he's one of the most expensive guys on the slate. You got to think nobody's going to play Curry. This is going to be probably the fastest paced game with this team on the road. Uh, I, I don't usually like to play them as much when all of them are healthy, but I think I think Curry is an elite tournament play here uh, in, in this spot. Uh, re- really like him. And uh, I, I think that's about it. And I don't want to play too many other Warriors, but Curry at 10 2 in this spot, pace up game. I, I really like him. Curry and Clay, um, the the shooters. The, you know, Clay could have a monster game here for what it's Ooh. worth. Yes. This game with it being so fast, like he could have five to seven open threes in this game, and it just all going to depend on if he can knock them down. So, um, like the Curry call, like the I, I like Clay. Um, his price range is kind of interesting for this slate. I don't think a lot of people will be on him, but he's a guy that I have written down uh, from my early research. So um, 
fast-paced games, get lost in the crowd, shoot the ball well, and have a really good night. So do you like uh, Clay Thompson here? I-, I love the fact this game's in Sacramento for what it's worth, too. Um, the Kings, like, you know, if we're playing Curry, we're playing Clay, we kind of want this game to stay competitive. Uh, if this game stays competitive, you know, what are we looking at here as far as the Kings go? Well, uh, I mean, I think that's really easy. I think you start with Mr. Mr. Fox at 7K. I mean, this guy's been – he's actually been really good this year. And I know his, his, his game log as far as from a fantasy point perspective, it is kind of all over the place. 28, 49, 32, 59, 28, 36, 39, 20. Like, it, it's all over the place. But the upside is there. And in a spot like this, I mean, I think you have to like him. Uh, you know, Bogdanovich and Buddy Heal, I think, would be my next two. I don't know how I missed the Bielitsa revenge game against Minnesota. I just missed Shout that. Shout out to Bobby Fry. He called Jeez, that. I just missed that all kinds of ways. And I usually don't miss those type. I, I just missed it. But uh, don't don't expect that this game. Uh, and then Bagley's priced up again now, so uh, I don't really want to play him for that price in this spot. And then Kali Stein at 64, I don't want to play him because his minutes are all over the place. So really for me in this spot, Fox, uh, Bogdanovich, Buddy Heald, and then Iman Shumpert, just as, I mean, last guy in, util spot, 3,600. Don't mind him if he's going to keep getting 30 minutes. You know who I really like here? You you mentioned him. Buddy Heald. I really, really, really like this spot for him. This is a, a spot that he could have a really good game here. Um, and I just – I don't expect a lot of people to be on him. Um, yeah. So this is a spot that I like Buddy Heald probably too much, but – I'm playing Buddy Heald today. He's probably my <laughs> favorite play from the Kings. Yeah, I mean, fifty-eight hundred. I like him. Uh, I think, I think he's a good play at that price for sure. I like him too much. Um, anyway, he had a really good game against the Kings earlier this season, didn't he? I liked him that day, and I think I talked myself off him. He put up forty-four fantasy points against them earlier this year. He put up twenty-eight yeah. points. So I, I like Buddy Heald. Um, I, I think he has a lot of upside for his price, and I think he attempts probably 15-plus shots in this game. So love the upside. Um, all right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. It's been an awesome week. Um, it's been a good week, man. Bobby crushed. We crushed. Man, you had a really good Monday. Uh, it's been a good week for the morning grind. Give me your favorite game to go over or under. Uh, favorite game to go over? I'm going to go Washington-Brooklyn. Over? Over. Yeah. I'm going to go over in Denver. Like it. I like that game. Uh, give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X. There's a ton of them today. Uh, Monty Morris. He was somebody I had written down. Oh, yeah. Um... Under 5K. This would be really easy if we knew if Jimmy Butler was going to sit for what it's worth. Um, yeah. Because I would play Cortez. Yep, absolutely. Uh, give me Knox. I like it. I, I like it. Give me Knox. 4,800. He can go. He, he can get the 35. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. over 8K, not to 5X. Who's the bust today? I'm not uh, going to say Paul George. <laughs> what a Friday uh, this is. I already know who you're going to say. That that's an easy one. Give give me give me Giannis. Who do you think I was going to say? Jokic. <laughs> I already wrote it down. <laughs> um, all right, well, no more podcasts for you. You you've done too many podcasts with me. Um, give me your favorite six X play. First look. Give me your six X guy today. Uh. Man, th- this is a tough one uh, because there's just there's so many guys I like. Uh, it's mm. Friday. Give me two. I'll give you two. You give me two. It's Friday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let, let's go that route. Give me John Collins. All right. G- give me John Collins, and then give me. See, we don't have the Butler news. Give me Jeremy Lamb against the Knicks. All right. I'll give you two because I wanted to give two anyway. I feel like the listeners, they deserve to. It's Friday. I asked for them to review the podcast and leave a comment. So I'm, I'm going to give them two today. Jared Allen and Buddy Heald both going six sex today. Um, yeah. There you like go. It. So I had both those guys written down for my 6X. If you took one of them, then I was only going to give one. But um, I, was give, I was giving out two. It's been a good week. It's been a fun week. Um, excited for football this week. We talked the football slate yesterday. If you want to go back and listen to that, it's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. It's on the Roto-Grinders uh, podcast page. So you guys can check that out. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, man, I'm good to go. I, th- I think we gave out some, some some good stuff today, man. Had a really good time. Yeah, it was fun. I hope everyone enjoyed. We'll be back on Monday. I hope everyone has an amazing weekend. Uh, enjoy some family time. It's that time of the year. It is Christmas time. It's coming. It's coming fast. Wrap some gifts. Have a great weekend. We'll be back. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you guys again on Monday.